Okay, hey, welcome everybody to the ComingToAmericaBaseball.com podcast. I'm joined this week by a man who has 12 MLB wins. I don't think too many people can say that in this world, let alone in Korea. Um, so, everybody, say hello to Jojo Reyes. Hey. Okay. Um, Jojo joins me today from beautiful Munhak Stadium. This is definitely the most modern stadium in all of Korea. And uh, people compare it to a Major League Baseball stadium. So, um, Jojo, thank you for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Really appreciate it. Um, last, the last I checked in, in terms of your Major League career, you were set to play for the Angels. You're, was that your hometown? Was that the team you grew up liking? Uh, actually, I grew up liking the Atlanta Braves. Just, oh. you know, the era that, you know, that I was in, they were on TBS all the time. Uh, when I came home from school, they had Glavin, Maddox, you know, all those, all those studs. So, you know, I, I grew up liking them. But, you know, with the Angels, you know, they are the home team. I would have lived at my own house and been able to travel if I was in the major leagues to and the you, stadium. You got to play for the, uh, for the Braves. Yes, yeah. And I think you got called up when, was it, uh, uh, Smoltz got hurt? Yes, it and was. And then they yeah. brought you up? Yes. Yeah. So how was that? Uh, it was awesome. I actually made my debut in San Diego. So, you know, I had... I had 50, 50 friends and family in the stands, you know, watching my debut, and you know, it wasn't a good one. But you know, I had, I had three good innings, and it kind of fell off towards the end. But you know, it was, it was a fun experience. That's your most memorable moment as an MLB. No, I think uh, my most memorable one was uh, I don't know if you guys all know my, my the record that I tied uh, consecutive starts without a win. Okay. And uh, you know, I had I had some good games in there where you know, just like you know, it's baseball. You know, I go. Eight innings, give one run, and I lost one nothing. And but uh, the most memorable one was when I had a win with Toronto, and I and I beat that streak. Or I didn't I didn't beat the record, but I tied the streak, and I got my win. And you know, all the fans were going crazy, and uh, you know, it was a real good experience. It was awesome. Was it? I remember reading the Yankees were involved in that streak somehow. Um, I think I think the the start before was against the Yankees to tie the record. Okay. Yeah. How was it playing at Yankee Stadium? I'm a big Yankee fan. Um, I, mean, I just want—I always ask every every person who played there what they thought about playing um, against the Yankees or at know, Yankee Stadium. They're the number one in the business, so you know they do it right. The stadium's really, really, really nice. You know, their their uh, visiting clubhouse is is as good as probably anybody's home clubhouse. So you know they do they did it right, and it's a fun experience. Did you go to the new stadium or the old? The one? new one. The new one. Okay. See, I, I don't know. Have you been to the old no, one? No, I, I missed the old one. I miss it. Uh, you know, I grew up in that stadium. This one seems too Comerica-ish for me. Too many corporate things going <laughs> yeah. on in restaurants. Oh, yeah. You know, you know that, that part's, you know, that's the business side of baseball. You know, that's all their money comes from, mm -hmm. especially when you're paying the, the, the Yankees, you know. You got to make some money somehow. Losing money uh, with A-Rod, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this season, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, you're getting a lot of work. 15 starts, uh, not even at the midway point. You're five and six, two complete games, a shutout, and over 92 innings. Did you expect to work that much when you got here? Um, you know, I think going into every season, you know, your goal is to stay healthy. And, uh, you know, you know, I don't know how many starts. This is my first season here, so obviously I don't know how many starts I'm going to end up with. But, you know, your goal in the major leagues or in the States is to reach 30 starts and, you know, come close to 200 innings. And, you know, my workouts in the offseason are – are for me to, to to do that every year, you know, stay strong throughout the year, and you know that's what my goal is every year. Thirty, don't miss a start, and you know, get as many inning in, innings in as I can. I talked to Brandon Knight a couple of weeks ago, and 
he says this is the best he's, he's felt in his career. He seems really at peace um, on standing on solid ground with his team. Uh, he's been there for a couple of years now. You've been in the minor leagues and the major leagues kind of going up and down, and it's been, I'm sure, somewhat of a roller coaster for you professionally mm -hmm. and personally. Now you're at one spot. Chances are you're not going to get sent down. Um, are you more? Is, is it, are you getting that same feeling? Being more at peace, being more having more steady, even keel lifestyle. Well, I, I think everybody's different in their development. Uh, you know, I, I've told I was told once. You know, when I was with the Braves, that you know some left-handers develop. You know, when they're a little older, they don't. You know, baseball's a hard sport. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard. You know, nobody masters it. Uh, that's why you could have one good year and then next year, you know, have no idea what happened. But, uh, you know, I think the older I get, the more I'm learning about myself pitching-wise. You know, I, I, I could understand if I'm throwing the ball here, why, 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 why is that happening? You know, it's something to do with mechanics. I could fix it in the moment, and it's not going to take me a week to refix it. You know, I, I could find the problem and fix it, either that start or in the bullpen, you know, in between starts. But from a psychological standpoint, is it nice to know you're on one team, you're not in the minors, you know, you don't have to worry about the call-up or anything like that. It's, oh, yeah. It's, you feel a little more peaceful? Oh, yeah, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it's how, you know, the superstars in the, in the States feel, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. The guys that sign the five-year contracts knowing, you know, hey, my, family, my family's good and all I have to worry about is playing baseball. Media is not much of a factor here for you, as where in MLB you've got reporters surrounding you in the clubhouse. I'm probably the only, one of the only foreign guys you've spoken to all year here. Uh, how much does that play a part in the game? I was, I was really shocked uh, about the media because, you know, I, I played with a couple of Japanese guys, and I see their media where, you know, they're huddled around them after every game. And, you know, I figured, you know, it's probably going to be the same. So as soon as I saw, you know, no matter what kind of game you have, if you have a good game, bad game, you know, there's, no, there's really no media. And I was, I was a little shocked about it. Are you happy about it? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I don't. Life easier for you. Yes, or on the bad games, yes. <laughs> you know, I don't have to explain what went wrong or uh, what happened. You know, why did I do this or why did I do that? You know, it's nice, but you know, it, it's also. I, I, I like the media, you know, because I think it gets to the fans to know how hard you're working and you know what the team really means. So, would you like to see more media in the clubhouse? <laughs> uh, I don't. You know, I, I really didn't care about it. You know, I, yeah. I feel fine in front of people talking, and, you know, I, I, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Let's go to one of the fans' questions. Andrew Martin Farrell, uh, who is actually Irish, he's, on the, he's in the My KBO group. Um, I don't know if you check it or not. Um, but has only, you know, learned about baseball in the last few years, and he's picked it up pretty good. Sometimes I have to yell at him and tell him it's not a match. <laughs> but he said, um, can you ask, and I was going to ask you about this, but he added a little more depth to it. Can you ask him about Wednesday's game versus Samsung, and why does he think Joe Dong Chan took exception to being hit? Has it happened to him before? And what did they say to each other? And Reyes says, you haven't been here that long, so maybe you don't know, but do you think that Joe Dong Chan's reaction was because you're a non-Korean? Um, Andrew's been here four years, and he's only seen Korean batters reacting like that to foreigners. I, I think, I think it has to do a little bit with you know their Korean culture. I think you know if they're older and a younger younger guy hits them, you know they expect apology from them or you know expect them to, you know okay. put their hand up. But okay. you know I'm American, and you know as much as I respect them, you know I'm not going to be 
I'm not going to be intimidated by anybody. And if they want to say something to me, I have something to say right back to them. You know, I'm not going to back down from anybody or, you know, show that, you know, they beat me. What did you say to him? I heard you say what and something <laughs> like I didn't throw. I just, I, told, I, I just told him it was an inside pitch. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's a tight ball game and, you know, they're a good team. Why am I going to hit somebody on purpose and put somebody on first? You know, it was kind of silly that he did that in that situation. You know, if I would have hit him, you know, if I would have hit him in the straight in the back or in the ribs, it's on a leg. you know, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a leg. You know, it wasn't trying to throw intentionally. You know, but uh, you know, it's, it was kind of silly the what what he did. You know, I kind of made me mad because you know, there's no point to it. You know, and did you make out what he was saying to you? No, he didn't say anything. He just stared me down. I told him what. Okay. So, okay. you know, I'm not going to have somebody intimidate me or show me up on the mound. And they're going to get my peace of mind. They're going to get my mind, you know, what I'm thinking. And, you know, I'm not going to back down from anybody. Do you talk to any of the, the uh, other foreign pitchers here, the veterans like Brandon Knight and Andy Van Heck, and kind of lean on them, get advice from them? Um, I haven't met those two yet. You know, we, we, cross, we cross paths, you know, us going to their gyms or them coming to our gyms. But... I haven't got to meet them, uh, meet them yet. You know, I've, I'm really close with uh, Ben and Herc. He was my roommate last year with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, uh, you know, me and him always talk. We text a lot. And, uh, you know, when they're in town or if we're in town, we always try to try to talk and get together. But, uh, you know, uh, Dana Dana and Danny, you know, we talk to a lot with uh, Hanwa. Um, other than that, you know, we cross paths and say hi to everybody. But, you know, that's about it. Yeah, I've spoken to Danny and I've met Dana. He's having a tough time. What do you say to a guy like that who's just, it's, it sounds like kind of like during your streak, had some good starts, one-run games, bring him into the sixth or seventh with a one or two-run uh, lead sometimes, and it just doesn't, you know, it falls apart. Have you spoken to him about his season here? Um, not really, you know. Uh, as a player, you know, you really don't want to get into their business yeah. or, you know, put your two cents into it because, you know, they're worried about, a lot more than you know and if, if they approach you you know we could help but you know from what I've been through and you know the experiences you know it's better just to sit back and if they ask for help you know go ahead and you know you could go out and help them but uh, you know if, if I was to give them advice is just you know don't don't quit you know just whatever you've done in the past to fix it just keep working um, another question from Andrew Farrell is um, when you were looking somewhere else to play in the off season, or uh, looking at different options, or actually, no, your your contract was bought. Um, when SK was looking at you, okay, was it was it? Did you guys buy the contract from the Angels? Yeah, we bought So you didn't really have to pitch him, right, on the team or anything? No. Okay, forget that question. All right, here's my other question. Southern California guy, what do you miss the most? In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> Del Taco, or Carl's Jr. <laughs> I think the authentic Mexican food is what I miss the most. Uh, I grew up, I'm a Mexican-American, you know, my, my grandmother and my mom always cooked Mexican food, so I think the authentic Mexican food is what I miss the most. But, you know, I was, I've been able to find a couple places that kind of uh, take, take my mind off of it. You know, there's on the border at, in Seoul on, in the Coex. There's uh, Vato's Urban Tacos in, in, uh, in or what is it, Itawan? Free tacos. We want free yeah. burritos and tacos, guys. <laughs> and uh, Danny took us to another... Taqueria. Yeah, Taqueria. Yeah, I live in Tejan. Yeah, you yeah. know, we went there twice when we were in town. So, yeah. you know, any time I could go pick it up, I'm going to go pick it up. I want a discount at Taqueria, <laughs> all right? 
So yeah, it's, it's you do have Mexican food here, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, what Korean food have you adopted as your favorite? Uh, the whole family loves uh, Korean barbecue. I have a four-year-old daughter that, if when I'm in town, she wants to go every day. Uh, she's adapted well to the chopsticks, and she loves using chopsticks wherever we go. And uh, my son, he's uh, he's one, and he was looking through our pictures on my phone the other day, and he saw one of uh, one of him at Korean barbecue. He goes, steak, <laughs> you know. So you know, I think the whole family loves Korean barbecue. Whenever we get a chance, or like on a Monday, a day off, or if a game gets canceled because of rain, you know, we try to go as much as possible. Beef or pork? Beef. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big steak guy. <laughs> That's one thing I miss the most, you know. Go, go get your nice big steaks yeah. from the, and season them up and put them on the barbecue. I think that's... Morton's yeah. or even just barbecue. Yeah, yeah, just at home, you know. You just, have a grill here? Uh, I, I don't have one yet, but okay. I think since the family loves the Korean barbecue a lot, I want to get one of those little burners and, you know, have, my, have our own little Korean barbecue at the house. Cool. Uh, Choi Jong, your teammate, third baseman, a lot of talk about him heading to MLB. Um, uh, has has he talked, spoken to you about it, and said, "Hey, what is it like there, or anything like that?" Um, he's asked a couple questions, but you know, not really like, not really towards of how how's how's the competition or anything like that. It was more like, "Hey, you know, like days off or how many games you guys play, but stuff like that." Okay, you won't have the Monday off. Yeah. <laughs> how do you like that? Um, Monday off. I do and I don't. You know, uh, being in the States, I'm so used to throwing on five days. You know, it was a little adjustment getting used to the extra day and how to rework uh, my scheduling of, of my running, my workouts, my bullpens. So that, that took a little, little, little getting used to. But other than that, you know, I, I, I like it because it's time with the family when we're in town. You got the family here now? Yes. Are they here with you all year round? Or? Uh, they're gonna, they got here about the first week of the season and they're going to leave in August. Okay. Um, I want to ask you about some of the customs here, okay? These are not rules, but these are sort of like customs. First pitch, okay, uh, sort of a big entertaining thing, and they put the batter in the batter's box, and kind of takes a long time, opposed to in the States, where a person comes out, throws the pitch, takes a, pitch, takes a couple of pictures, and off they go. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't mind it just because, uh, you know, I haven't started my warm-ups yet, so, you know, it, it doesn't really bother me, but... If it was in the middle of the game, you know, it would be a little distraction, you know, just because I'm so in my routine and, you know, I'm in a rhythm and, you know, I'm, I'm, I just want to go. And, you know, if they had that in the middle of, this, in the, middle of the game, I think it would be a little, little, little different, you know, like, like the fifth inning where you take the extra two minutes. At the beginning, you know, it, it took a little getting used to, but, you know, I think I, got, I honed it down now and it's, it's good now. Throwing on the sidelines in between innings. Um, have you participated? I don't in do that? it. You won't do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't do it. Just you know, I've never never done it in in the states, and you know, I, I run out there as fast as I can, you know, to get my pitches in. They, you know, I, I I throw six pitches in between innings, and you know, and in, in Okinawa, I asked the umpires, hey, you know, how many pitches between innings do I get? You know, they said two minutes. I said, well, you know, do you guys you guys try to hurry it up and you know, what do you guys do? And he said, well, if you run out there and, you know, get as many pitches in as you can, you know, you could, we'll, we'll allow you to do that. But, you know, the guys that throw on the side and take their time to warm, to get to the mound, you know, we're going to give them two pitches, three pitches, just because we see them throwing on the side and, you know, they don't hustle out mm -hmm. to try to beat the two minutes. Interesting. Um, players coming out to give you a high five and greet you in between innings 
coming out of the dugout opposed to waiting for you to come in. Now in MLB, I mean, I've never been in the dugout, but I've watched, you know, for years on TV. And kind of people stay away from the pitcher. He's kind of like, you know, wants to be left alone and sit down. And especially if they're, you know, in the fifth or sixth and you haven't given up a hit yet. Um, how do you feel about the guys coming up to you in between innings? You know, in, in, even in the major leagues, you know, they'll wait. Uh, until you get into the dugout, you know, get get down from the stairs, and they'll give you a high five. You know, not everybody does it. You know, if I'm sure guys are a little, little couple guys are superstitious. Like, hey, I didn't give him high five in the first, and he's doing well in the in the third. So, you know, I'm just gonna keep it that way. But uh, you know, I don't mind it. The only time I do mind is, you know, if I had a rough game. You know, I really don't want to see anybody or talk to anybody. You know, that's the only time I, you know, would mind. You know, just kind of being on my own. Have you caught on to Cy? Oh, my, my son loves him. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, I even like him. I like the, the gentleman song. I think it's, it's funny. And, uh, you know, when, when the kids get bored, you know, we put on, we, they actually adapt, they love Korean, the Korean pop, the, like, uh, the girl, the, all the girl bands, you know, my daughter loves, you know, she, she copies the dances. And <laughs> my son loves Cy, you know, he, he loved uh, Gangnam Style when it first came out. And now he loves gentlemen. So, you know, we put on YouTube, we put the YouTube on for them. And, you know, they'll, they'll spend like an hour just dancing in front of the TV. Um, I don't know if you heard about the Kim Taekoon comments a few weeks ago towards Shane Newman. Um, some people say it was dumb, insensitive, racist, whatever. It's been controversial. What did you think about it? Um, I read about it. You know, it's too bad. You know, I think... I think his words probably got mixed up a little bit too, uh, you know, just the English to Korean, you know, obviously he said what he said, but, you know, I think he really didn't mean it and, is, you know, I, I hope he feels bad for what he says, but, you know, can't really say much about it, you know, it came out of his mouth. Um, have you spoken to Shane about it? No, I actually haven't met Shane yet. Okay. Uh, you know, we haven't crossed paths yet for whatever reason, but... Uh, Chris, Chris has met uh, both Oxpring Ox, yeah. and uh, Shane, so you know I haven't really crossed paths with them yet. Um, would you be surprised if a foreign pitcher threw at Kim Taegum just because of those comments? Um, I think if anybody was allowed to, it should be the one that he, he made the comment to. But yeah. you know, I think it takes the bigger person, a bigger human, to you know, kind of push it to the side, and I think. Getting him out three times is better than hitting him. You know, you, you punch him out three times, and you know, hey, that's way better than going and hit you. Yeah, that's what you know. It shoves shoves it up your. Uh, yeah. You know, so. It, essentially, what he did was uh, he got him out, ground out to short, and then got him looking twice. Yeah, you know, I, I think. About four days after the. Conference. Yeah, I think for revenge, I think yeah. that's more be It's yeah. it's better that way than you know to take. You know, you, you hit them, yeah, you know, it doesn't accomplish anything, but you, you be the bigger person and, you know, get them out three times, I think that shows shows a lot more. Fans got on them down in Busan. You, you played down there, right? Yes. And it's the first time, I've been here for about a year, that I've heard any boos in this league. So, and uh, then, You know, I think the fans are allowed to. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's, his, that's their player that they're backing, and, I, you know, I like that because it shows that, the fans respect Shane and, you know, want him to do good. Toughest out here. Toughest Korean batter. You know, there's been a couple. Uh, it varies, you know. Um, I think it just depends on how the hitter's doing. You know, one day it could be a leadoff hitter because he's on fire for the last four games. When, 
next time it could be the number three hole hitter that you know but uh i'm bad with names okay. in korea yeah um, it's tough for me too you know i i don't know it, it, it's hard uh i think for sam with samsung uh i think you know it, i've done fairly well against him but the first baseman you know it's always a uh, a stressful at bat or stressful you know stressful at bat where you know every pitch counts and, you know you don't want him he, he's he's the man so you don't want him to beat you in a certain situation and say if you have a runner on second you know you want to you know i'm competitive guy so you know i want to challenge him but still not let him beat me so i think you know looking at it that way it's you know i guess you could say him anything else you want to say to the fans of korea before we wrap it up uh, or mlb <laughs> fans or uh, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying my time here, and you know, hopefully, uh, there's more more ahead, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we come make a good comeback in the second half of the season. What do you think this team needs to do to adjust and, and climb back up the ladder? Uh, just relax and let it happen. Uh, I think, you know, with our history of what I heard, you know, we've always been at the top, and I think we're since this is the first time we're really doing bad. Of what I've heard, you know, everybody's putting pressure on. You know, this at bat means the world instead of just relaxing and let it let the game come to them. You know, I think once we do that, I think hopefully last night, you know, jump kind of kickstarts our season, you know, where last night, you know, it was a fun end of the game. And hopefully, you know, I told the, I told the guys today in our meeting, I said, hey, let's feed off of that, that game last night. Let's just have fun. You know, I think baseball, baseball is a stressful game and it's a mental game. And, you know, if if I think. That, that separates, you know, the superstars in the major leagues to the guy that's up and down and, you know, they're just relaxed, you know, they know what they're, they know what they're capable of. And I think once this team knows what we're capable of, we're going to take off, you know, we're not, we're not that, you know, yeah, we're in seventh place, but we play these, we play each team so many times that, you know, we could climb right back up and in a heartbeat. What do you want to do during the all-star break? Is there anything you want to see here um, in the country? Well, actually, my, my parents are going to be in town. Okay. So I think we're going to do our, our uh, tourism at that time, you know. So I think my wife is already planning the whole trip, so I have no idea. I think my parents are going to go down to Busan because right, right when the All-Star break's done, we go down to Busan and play, and I think they're going to take the train down there and experience the game. Cool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, you, you can't really see it right now, but... Uh, this little gray divider is the uh, boat that our announcer, when they uh, announce everybody going on the field to start the game, it cranks up probably, I'd say 20, 30 feet up in the air, and it gets up there pretty good. And then they got the cheerleaders on the side. That'll uh, root on everybody. If, if we win the championship and they let me, I'll be up there celebrating. I'm going too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going too, I'll, I'll spray some champagne on the, on the fans. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs>